thank you, Jesus. Father God, we just thank you that anytime we come, we come to you and we meet with you. We're together, we see one another, we hear one another, but we've all come to see you. Holy Spirit, we thank you that you revealed Jesus to our hearts today. And Holy Spirit, we thank you that you take the things of Christ and open them up to our hearts. And Holy Spirit, you open our hearts up wide so our eyes will be open, the eyes of our hearts wide open so we can behold and see the things that you're showing us, the wonderful things today. That as we assemble together, that we individually receive but also we corporately receive because we are your church. We are your body. And we thank you that you are speaking to this church. You're speaking to this body in particular this weekend. Father, you have great things in store because they've asked big. They receive big. And we thank you that nothing is impossible. And we draw near to you because of the precious blood of Jesus, the blood of the Lamb. And we call you Abba, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. You're in a good place today. Hey. All right. I think you've already shaken hands. I won't let make you do that. Or you can if you want. But you may be seated. Thank you, Lisa. And thank you for that beautiful piano. That's very pretty. Amen opportunity for me that I just love to take when we come here and you let me speak or maybe Mark says you speak the first one right but I'm so happy to be here again has a lot of things happened this yes last year since we've been here a lot of things sometimes we forget where we've been sometimes we forget the prayers we prayed and the answers that have come yep but we're going to mark this spot today we're going to give thanks because God has been good hallelujah and he's not only shown you some things done some things but he's heard you and he's planning he's bringing some things together that you have not seen with your eyes But you have seen them with your heart. But guess what? They're going to be bigger than what you imagine. Amen. Do you believe that? Amen. 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 God is always doing greater things. Yes. He does exceeding and abundantly above all we ask or think according to the power that works inside of us. Amen. So we're in a good place. Glory to God. I'm excited. (laughs) I look back at this last year and I see many good things and I see some devastating things but in the devastating things that's when God shows himself really big so when there's a devastating moment in life guess what get ready for God to be magnified amen Hallelujah. And it's our opportunity to just step out in faith and believe God. And this is November, right? 
we're, we're entering. You know, we had October and people said, thought that was Halloween month. It wasn't. <laughs> Not at all. It was just fall. <laughs> fall. And that's when the blessings begin to fall. Right? Right? And that's when walls fall down. It was just a season. And the devil did not get one day of my season. <laughs> Hallelujah. And then that just led us into November, and we are in Thanksgiving. Because the prayers you prayed in October, September, August, July, June, May. Come on, think about it. You prayed some prayers, right? Right? God heard those prayers. April, March. I'm backing up. February, January, maybe you cried out to the Lord in desperation. He heard you cry. Woo! And he's a prayer answering God. He loves to meet with us and answer prayers. Because when we pray, 1 John 5 says, according to his will, woo, we know he hears us. And if we know he hears us, we know we have the petitions that we desired of him. Amen. Jesus said, when you ask, you receive. When you pray, believe, because you're receiving. So everybody wants you to flip your believer on. You got a believer in you. Switch it on. Say, I'm a believer. I'm a believer. I'm not a doubter. I'm a believer. Amen. There was a, a man that had attended a lot of, um, I think, Catherine Kuhlman meetings years ago. And, you know, she was like, God is here. All things are possible. People began to, you know, in the congregation, they'd be healed just all over the place. And he said, well, why didn't that ever happen to me? Why did I never see a miracle? And the Holy Spirit said, you never believed. You never believed for yourself. Let's turn our personal believer on. Miracles, answers to prayer are not just for some. They're for you. When you pray, you shall receive. That your joy will be full. Hallelujah. Praise God. So we're just going to talk about, I just cannot get away from being thankful. Thanksgiving and praise. And this part of our prayer in our life as Christians. Amen. Uh, Psalms 107 says this in verse 20. He sent his word and it healed them. Amen. And delivered them from their destructions. He sent his word. So whenever you hear a word from God. If you ask, he'll tell you a word. He will. And he'll send his word. And the result of that word is healing. Or it's restoration. It's a change. It's help. But the next verse after verse 20 is 21. And it says, oh, that men would give thanks to the Lord for his goodness. And for his wonderful works to the children of men. Let them sacrifice. Next verse. Let them sacrifice the sacrifices of thanksgiving. And declare his works with rejoicing. Amen. 
So there's a process. He sends his word. You cry to the Lord. He sends his word. The result of his word is healing, is restoration, is a miracle. Things begin to change. Amen. Because his word is powerful. Doesn't come back to him void. But it is sent. And it will prosper in the thing it is sent to accomplish. It's on a mission. Praise God. Yes. Oh, the man would praise the Lord after it's sent. This is it. The next thing after he sends his word, this is it. Praise God. So we're going to practice. Praise God. Praise God. And it says, oh, that man would praise the Lord for his goodness and his wonderful works to the children of men. And then says, let them sacrifice the sacrifices of thanksgiving and declare his works with rejoicing. So I declare from this beginning of November all the way through, this is miracle month. Miracle month. Because when you begin to thank God, when you begin to thank God, those tiny little prayers, maybe just a whisper prayer, maybe just a sigh prayer. He heard that prayer. Do you remember when Moses was standing in front of the Red Sea? He didn't really pray out loud to God. He just looked at the sea and he thought, oh, goodness, that's big. And he sighed. Something in his, his heart just, oh. God says, why are you crying to me? What do you got in your hand? He said, I got a rod. He said, stretch that rod out. Use your authority. Yeah. So the process was Moses went, he had a sigh. It was a prayer in his spirit. When you pray in tongues, when you pray in the spirit, when you groan, (laughs) God hears it. And he says to you, I got you an answer. You got something there in your hand. You got authority. I've given you a rod to hold up. Right? So he held it up. And you know the rest of the story. You know. The Exodus. (laughs) God blew. He parted those, that, that water. So when you sigh to the Lord with your heart. It moves the breath of God, right? And the wind began to blow, part the water. They came through. They were delivered from their enemies. They went to a new place. They looked back. Their enemy was chasing them. But you know the story. But I want you to see it in your imagination. (laughs) Coming after them. I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you. You can't get away from me. Might be that doctor's report. You can't get away from me. I'm going to get you. Ha, ha, ha. I'm on the other side. I use my authority. I cried to the Lord. I use my authority. He made the way. Hallelujah. It's a partnership with God when we pray. Amen. And there's a passing through and a deliverance out of the hand of the enemy. And they watched as the waters came back. And destroyed every one of their enemies. Miriam stood up and said, like you, Lisa. She grabbed her. She didn't have a guitar. She got a tambourine. But she led in singing, singing. What was she doing? She was thankful, thankful. Thankful, thankful, thankful. 
<laughs> I will sing unto the Lord. He is triumph gloriously. The horse and the rider are thrown into the sea. <laughs> the Lord, my God, my strength, my song has now become my victory. That's what he's saying. Amen. We will not see our enemies again. They're gone forever. Hallelujah. That's protocol. That's procedure. Hallelujah. From a need to the final result, the miracle that you see. But Thanksgiving praise plays such a powerful part. And it's all inspired by the Holy Spirit and its protocol and procedure. The man in, well, there was 10 men in Luke 17. The story is found where the um, 10 lepers, remember? They heard about Jesus. They decided we're going to Jesus. And they called out to Jesus to heal them. And uh, Jesus, he just said this. Show yourselves to the priest. Go show yourself to the priest. They didn't see anything change. He didn't, he didn't touch them and say, okay, you're healed now. He didn't say that. But he gave them a command. He said, you go show yourself to the priest. Why? Because if a leper was cleansed of his leprosy, he had to get the pronouncement of you are clean from the priest before he could go back into society. It's like the doctor's report saying, okay, you're, you're good. Run on. And they heard that from Jesus. Jesus said, go show yourself to the priest. And they ran. They said, oh, that must mean that was faith right there. They didn't see anything. Sometimes God says, start doing something. Give an offering. Step out. Do something you didn't do before. You always dreamed you could. Right? They ran back to find the priest, except one. So they heard the command, they turned and ran, except one. And that one turned around, and he ran back to Jesus and got down on his knees and said, thank you, thank you, thank you. He had not seen anything change yet, but he had heard the voice. He had heard the command of faith. Sometimes we don't see anything change, but if you hear God send his word to you, that's a command of faith. And the that initiates our action, which is, thank you. Thank you. I believe we just need to turn our thank you up. He got down, yeah. And he said, oh, thank you, thank you. And he, he I mean, just floods of thanksgiving came out of his heart. And that's what thanksgiving is. It opens up your heart. It's an attitude of gratitude. That flows out of your heart. It's a sentiment of kindness or goodwill toward the benefactor. It's thankfulness. The one who gave you whatever it is. It comes out of your heart. And I think that's big. Because God is a spirit. God has a big heart. <laughs> when you open up your heart to him. Ooh, get ready. It's big. And so that man was not only restored from and healed from leprosy, but it's completely, yeah. He got his fingers back, his nose back, his 
beat, whatever it was. It got all back. Say, I'm getting mine back. Whatever the devil stole, maybe he stole time. Maybe he stole precious moments. Maybe he stole peace. Get it all back. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I'm working on something personally right now. I'm preaching to myself right now. Okay? Amen. I'm getting all back. So that Thanksgiving starts in the attitude of gratitude, in the heart, you know. And that's big because God is a big heart. Like I said, we are hearts. <laughs> He's a spirit. We are spirits made in his image. Everything we get from him is spiritually received. Right? It starts right here. And so, <laughs> glory to God. <laughs> Woo! There's so much you could say. But um, it has to be a personal thing, correct? Now, did you not enjoy Pastor Lisa up here playing and singing this morning? Guess what she was doing? She was just giving glory and praise and thanksgiving out of her spirit. It was wide open. She was just singing right from her heart to God's heart. But guess what? That's not good enough for you. <laughs> we could come in here and say, man, she sings pretty. She's pretty. That sounds nice. I like that song. You would get nothing. Nothing. It's trying to stick a magnet to a piece of plastic. It don't stick. <laughs> But once you begin to praise your mouth, open your mouth and praise with your voice, you become metal with the magnet. The power of God begins to stick to you. <laughs> Got it? The gifts from God begin to come to you and stay. They don't just fall down. And so it's not just Miss Lisa, Sister Lisa, Pastor Lisa, she's up there singing pretty. No, she's leading us into a place where our hearts are open wide. Woo! And we have an attitude of gratitude. And my goodness, I'm thankful because you heard me way back. Even, it might have been just a sigh. But God heard your sigh. And he knows you need a job. He's got that job. He's got that opportunity for you. He's got you in mind. He's got a bright future for you. He's got a plan. He's got people ready to come into your life, make a big difference in your life. Hallelujah. So that Thanksgiving positions you for miracles. <laughs> but nothing can substitute for your personal Thanksgiving, just like nothing can substitute on your check besides your own personal signature. Right? Right? And so when you, when I, Begin to lift up our hands, our voices, my voice. It's like Phil Driscoll said, praise is magnetism. It causes the power of God to fall and explode where you are. Isn't that true? It's a magnetism. And, and your voice, your mountain needs to hear your voice, Mark says. The miracle comes to your voice. 
Okay, everybody say uh, hallelujah. Everybody put your voices together. Wow, that made a big corporate voice. So that makes corporate miracles come. Hallelujah. <laughs> so we can have per personal miracles or we can have a big corporate miracle. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thanksgiving. Praise God is a sacrifice of praise. It's, it's uh, um, you know, you could say, well, it's a sacrifice because I don't feel like it. That's true. But it's something bigger than that. It's a personal sacrifice where God takes that sacrifice from your heart. He takes it and he meets with you. David said, I won't let anybody else offer a sacrifice for me. You, you know, they wanted to say, okay, you can use my oxen and stuff. And use, no, he said, no, I'm using my own. This is going to cost me. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. And this, that's when he saw the glory of God. He says in Psalm 50, 23, it says, uh, Oh, that men would praise the Lord. No, 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 it doesn't say that. Sorry. The sacrifice that honors me is a thankful heart. Obey me, and I, your God, will show you my power to save. Praise God. So God will show you his salvation personally to you. Amen. The voice of thanksgiving, praise, and worship will always precede and give way to a miracle. Can I give you some witnesses on that? All right, let's call some witnesses to the, to the uh, what do you call it? Stand. Here we go. The bench. All right. All right, how about Jonah? Here comes Jonah. Got the picture. And he ran from God. Swallowed by the fish, three days in darkness and seaweed. Stink. Finally, he changed his attitude of running to saying, God, I made you. <laughs> and he began to repent. He said, I'm going to pay all my vows. That's big. And he said, I will uh, sacrifice to you. This is Jonah 2, 7 to 10. It says, I will sacrifice to you with the voice of thanksgiving. So, it starts in the heart, but it, got, it has to get out of your mouth. With a voice of thanksgiving, I will pay what I have vowed. Salvation is of the Lord. So the Lord, the moment he began to thank, the Lord did something. He spoke to the fish. <laughs> and vomited Jonah. You know, that, it heaved. Woo! <laughs> that's, a, that's a great force came out of that fish. <laughs> And put Jonah right back where he should be. Yeah. So there's a turnaround just like that. Just like that. The moment you begin to thank God, whatever situation you might feel like you're in that stinks, praise God, it's got to release you. And you're going to be positioned right back where you started. Hallelujah. And you're on your way to obey God and see what God can do. Amen. Amen. Next witness to the stand. <laughs> How about Jesus in the, uh, here he is, his friend Lazarus died three days too late. Mary's crying. Martha's upset. <laughs> he stinks. But Jesus said, not too late, not too late. I'm telling you it's not too late. It's not too late. It's not too late. It's not too late. Here's what Jesus did. He stood up in front of that, um, that tomb. And what did he do? He said, oh, 
There's that groan, like Moses. You know, the Holy Ghost is involved. Yield. You might have a groan. Oh. He was moved with compassion. Oh. Groaning in the spirit releases resurrection power. (laughs) So follow the Holy Ghost when you're groaning. Praise God. But it didn't stop there. He said, Father, I thank you that you heard me when I prayed. So that groaning, oh, God hears that. It reached God's ears. He said, I thank you. You heard me when I prayed. He called that praying. And he thanked God. And the next thing he did was holler with a loud voice. He gave a command. Authority came out of his voice. And that voice reached in there, you know. And it resurrected Lazarus after he'd been dead three days. And he came out, you know. And they had to unbind him and stuff. Hallelujah. He didn't stink. He was alive. So your situation is not going to stink. Quit calling it stink. (laughs) Amen. It's new. It's alive. Praise God. And it happened after Jesus thanked. He said, I thank you. You heard me. Amen. So it's like Philippians 4, 6, you know. Don't worry about anything. Pray about everything with thanksgiving. Amen. Then the peace will come. God heard your prayer. Amen. Things have changed right then. When you said, thank you, Lord, you heard my prayer. Right then, resurrection power is released. Come on, I want you to believe. Next thing, next witness, Thanksgiving brings multiplication. Remember when Jesus sat the people down on the hill? They were hungry. There was nothing to eat except this little lunch. But he lifted that little lunch of fishes and loaves up to God, and he thanked. He said, I thank you for this. What you have in your hand might be just way too small. But begin to lift it up and say, thank you, Lord. Thank you. Bless it. You bless it. And then whatever you intended to do with that, just do it. Because it's going to multiply. You might say, I don't have enough finances to build whatever I want to do. Whatever, you know. Just begin to step out. Miracles will happen. It'll multiply. So multiplication follows Thanksgiving. Amen. Next witness. Thanksgiving brings victory and great wealth. Would you like this story? Second Chronicles 20. Second Chronicles 20. Ooh, that's a good story. It makes me want to shout and sing. Ooh, hallelujah. Glory to God. Second Chronicles 20. Do you know this story? How many know this story? Would you like to know this story? I remember in school, the teacher, it was after lunch, it was story time. And she would open the book, begin to read. And I looked at her upside down, and her mouth was like upside down. And I thought it was so funny. <laughs> Don't do that. Okay. <laughs> Second Chronicles 20 is a great story. It's not just in the Bible to be a Bible story, but you know the Psalms and, uh, you know, David took these stories as testimonies, right? 
Paul took those stories as testimonies. Peter took those, Jesus took the stories as testimonies. They are precedent. If God did it then, he'll do it again. So all these stories are a testimony to what God can do, what he has done. If he did it then, he can do it again. How did he do it? We're going to look and see how did this happen. Was it just guessing? Was it just hit and miss? Was it just like, you know, I was raised in church where you cry and you you praise and stuff, but you cry a lot. (laughs) Because if you cried, that meant that you were very spiritual. So try to work up a good cry. <laughs> is it just emotion, you know, or is it, you know, I, re- I remember, you know, I wanted to be healed from asthma. And I didn't know if I could find faith or not, you know. I think I have faith. I think I'm believing. Have you ever been there? I think I'm believing about this. I feel like it. I, today I feel like it. Yeah. And then I never see results because faith is built on the word. The word is blood covenant language. It's legal. Everything you do is a legal thing. Amen. You have the old covenant legal language in that. New covenant legal language. There's so much we could go into. The blood, the word, I meant the name. There's so much. And so when you pray, it's, you just have to get your Bible out because you want to see that it's, it's either happened before or that it's written in the covenant. It's God's will. You know, most of the Christian world just doesn't know the will of God. Oh, I guess if it's the will of God, it'll happen. If it doesn't happen, it wasn't the will of God. No, your word. Do you have a Bible? You got to keep your Bible. You got to know the Bible because that is legal language. It is the truth. The devil understands it. God understands it. Angels understand it. Amen to you. (laughs) I want to know the Bible. Because when I stood up against a brain tuber, I had to know that Christ is redeeming from the curse of the law. This tumor is under the curse. I'm redeemed. That's not legal. It's not legal. So Satan, you're the thief. You came to steal, kill, and destroy. You are a deceiver. You want to deceive me and think this is right. It's wrong. And I'm a believer. I'm a believer. And the word of God in my mouth is the same as God's word in his mouth. And I'm going to take my stand on the witness stand and say, that's a lie. And this is the truth. So testimony. God, you did it here. Just a few weeks ago, months ago, beginning of this year, (laughs) uh, my little grandson, you may know, Dylan, I'll just pull him up on the witness stand. Praise God. Uh, you know, he had diagnosed with leukemia two years ago as, as a little three-year-old. And um, he's almost finished with everything. He's almost to ring the bell. I'm done. And they saw these cells crop up. It's just a devil. 
such a thief. So they said, this child has to have a bone marrow transplant. Ah, I don't want that. That's difficult. Involves 100 days in the hospital plus. Would you want to put a kid in the hospital for 100 days? No way. <laughs> so I knew this. This was We were facing this. Dylan was at my house. I got down on my knees one night. He stayed the night, and I just prayed the scriptures, prayed the scriptures. I said, okay, this is where we are. The next morning I got up. I said, Lord, what's next? He said, go to Second Chronicles 20. So I know that's my, my legal uh, precedent right here. Okay, this, this is a pattern we're going to follow here. All right, so I began to read that story, and I don't have time to read the whole story to you. There's so much there. But King Jehoshaphat was faced with three armies, three evil armies that came up against him to destroy him. Sometimes you feel like, oh, I'm surrounded. Well, what do you do? Pray. So Jehoshaphat, he began to lift up his voice to God and say, God, you're going to do something. He sought the Lord. He got all the people to fast with him. God, we need you. I'm seeking you, Lord. <laughs> See this problem. And you can tell the Lord that. See this problem. You're going to do something about this. Amen. But show us what to do. And so they stood before the Lord. All of the, the he got everybody. The mamas, the daddies, and the kids. The kids, they all stood before the Lord to listen to God. That's a good position to be in. Amen? And so uh, they put their petition before the Lord. What are you going to do? Our eyes are on you. Turn your eyes on Jesus. Turn your eyes to the word. In verse 12. And then they stood together. The spirit of the Lord, you know, when you, listen, when you ask God, he's going to answer you. And so the Spirit of the Lord came upon Jehaziel, and he was a prophet. He was a prophet. I like prophets. What does that mean? Long beards and snow? Just anybody that speaks out for God. Hallelujah. That's what you have in church. You get that. Amen? So they heard from the prophet. Now, the prophet was like sixth generation uh, son of Asaph. Asaph was taught personally and positioned personally in David's uh, worship team. He wrote songs. He wrote psalms. He had choirs. He played music. God works with music. So this battle involves something from that. Because it should not just be, oh, this is a cool song. No, this is a prophetic song. This will bring the will of God to us. It will set the atmosphere. It will sound the bell, the pitch. Okay? It will bring unity. So I believe your church is going in unity and with a pitch. Amen? Brings victory. So as they did that, Jehaziel, the sixth or seventh, whatever, generation from Asaph. Asaph's child, his child, his child, his child. They all did this. So it runs in family. It runs in family. That spirit of God. And so Jehaziel stood up and he said, he heard from the Holy Ghost. And he said, hey, hey, don't be afraid. Don't be dismayed of this great multitude. The battle's not yours. It's God's. He heard from God. And he said what God said. Do you think that, doesn't that bring you happiness when you say, oh, I don't need to fight? It's not my battle. It's God's battle. 
Well, that just switches the whole picture. Amen? That's in verse 15. Then verse 16. He went further. Here you see uh, like a word of knowledge. If you were in 1 Corinthians 12, the New Testament, the gifts of the Holy Spirit. That's what happens in church. Amen. That's what happens when you pray. God says, do this. Right? And so uh, he said, tomorrow you're going to go uh, over them. Over, over, over them. <laughs> you're going to go over here to the end of the ravine. He showed them just where to go. Stay, get there. And you don't need to fight in the battle. Take your positions. Stand still. You'll see the salvation of God. All right. Does that bring you, does that make you think of Ephesians 6? And having, having done all to stand, stand therefore. Amen. That's what he said. Take your position. Where's your position in Christ? The devil's under your feet. So when you're facing something, get in your position. The problem's not bigger than you. It's smaller because you're in Christ. Everything is under your feet. Stand. Having done all to stand, stand therefore. Getting your armor on. Put your truth on first. What's the truth? I'm not going to believe the lie. The lie. I'm going to believe the word. Amen. I'm taking my stand. <laughs> stand therefore. Fear not. Don't be dismayed. Fear not. Hallelujah. Amen. So all of these things in, in this chapter, I applied to my battle. We were fighting for Dylan. Going in in September, praise God. I said, okay, that's what we're going to do. This is our position. And it just continues. The next day, they got up, and Jehoshaphat, the king, who bowed down. And when he bowed down and worshiped, the whole country did. So there we go again, corporate worship. It's powerful. What does worship do? It brings you to the face of God. Hallelujah. And when they did that, they were told again, believe, verse 20, believe the Lord your God. Believe. Say, I'm a believer. Believe the Lord your God. You shall be established. Believe and you shall prosper. Prosper. Hey, I have some hope. I have an assignment. My assignment is to believe. Are you a believer? Believers believe. Amen. Amen. So that's our one thing to do. Believe. And we'll be established and we'll prosper. So next verse, it says, when you believe, you got to do some action, right? So this was the action the king said. All right, now it's time to sing. (laughs) Get the singers up front. You know the story. And they led, the singers led the armies. Your praise is stronger than any banker. Your praise is stronger than any medicine, doctor, anything. Oh, put your faith in God. Believe God. If God be for you, who can be against you? Amen. Believe. They began to believe. And the way they believed, they began to sing. So your believing will cause your voice to do something. 
<laughs> and these words that they used were like a key. You know what a key is like? It, you know, you can have a, the new magnetic kind of key, you know. It's, it's programmed. Or you can have a key, the old kind that has little notches. It's just right. It's fitted to open the lock. Your praise is fitted to unlock anything the devil has shut up. Come on. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody needs to say hallelujah. 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 He can undo anything. Ask Paul and Silas. Another witness on the stand. <laughs> hallelujah. When they begin to sing, they prayed and sang. Earthquake happened. And then here you saw in Second Chronicles 20, when they begin to sing and praise. Hallelujah. What did they say? The Lord is good. And his mercy endures forever. Those are key words. Those are words that unlock heaven. That's a key that unlocks heaven. Hey, say, I got a key. I got a key. It unlocks anything. Hallelujah. And what are those words? Praise the Lord. For he is good. And his mercy endures forever. Let's say all those together. Praise the Lord, for he is good, and his mercy endures forever. Was that hard? What did it do in your heart? It opened up your heart? What did it do in your mind? Put your mind on God? Hallelujah. And what did it say about God? Praise the Lord. That's magnify. That's make bigger, right? David said, oh, magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. Right? Hallelujah. So we magnify God. Praise the Lord. Why? Why? For he is good. What does it say about Jesus in the New Testament? He went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed of the devil. So that goodness includes healing. <laughs> he is good. There's no shadow of turning with him. He doesn't change his mind. He's good all the time. God is good. Come on, answer me but all the time. God is good. All the time. <laughs> Woo, that's a key. It's opening heaven for you. Hallelujah. For the Lord is good and his mercy endures forever. Amen. Mercy. Say mercy. Amen. That's undeserved favor. Amen. How did that come to you? Was it cheap? No, it was expensive. It came the price of the blood. Amen. And if you go back to Exodus, it says that when on the mercy seat between the angels on the Ark of the Covenant, that's where the blood was applied. It's called a mercy seat. Why do you get an answer to prayer when you say, for his mercy endures forever? Because the blood is speaking. The blood has been applied. So when you say, praise the Lord, for he is good and his mercy endures forever, you're standing in the blood. You got covenant. And you know what's around you? Angels. Angels. 
And they, they're doing all kinds of miraculous things. Angels. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory to God. So that's what they did, went into battle. Long story short, praise the Lord. Everybody with their hands lifted up, for he is good, and his mercy endures forever. Praise the Lord, for he is good, and his mercy endures forever. Praise the Lord. Good, and his mercy and they began to advance and just took their position and standing there, magnifying God. Hallelujah. You do this in your living room. You do this in your kitchen. Amen? In your car. Whatever. In church. And what did God do? That always brings a response from heaven. Always. Always. Miracles. This is miracle month, right? Hallelujah. <laughs> God sent ambushments from heaven angels. Angels always are involved with the miracles. Hallelujah. And they caused confusion to the enemy. The enemy killed each other. They were three days gathering all the spoil. There was some money. Woo! For three days. Celebration. And God changed the name of that valley. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, it became a valley of blessing. So I, I declare this valley with Dylan, hallelujah, is a valley of blessing. Praise God. Whatever it is you're going through, it's a valley of blessing. Praise God. Get up on your feet and let's put our hands up. Let's put up our hands. Come on, I know you're, you're, you need this. You might be walking through whatever, but let's all put our hands up and magnify the Lord with me. Come on, let's say this. The Lord is good and his mercy endures forever. Let's say it to him. Lord, you are good and your mercy endures forever. Lord, you are good and your mercy endures forever. See the blood. Lord, you are good and your mercy endures. See the angels. Lord, you are good good and your mercy endures forever. See the Father. Lord, you are good and your mercy endures. See Jesus. Lord, you are good and your mercy endures forever. Hallelujah. Praise God. Woo. I want to prophesy this weekend is a turnaround weekend. Hallelujah. For you, for your family, for your finances, for your body, and for this church. Hallelujah. For your future. Praise God. Woo. You're moving into higher ground. Miracle month. Pastor, amen. Princess Bride had Miracle Max. That was a big brown pill. This is a gospel. Hey, we're going to do something real quick. Go ahead and sit down, and we're going to take up an offering, and I want you to make your checks out to Mark Hankins Ministry. Mark will be here in a few minutes, and I let him take up his own offering. But Mark and Trina are going to 12 nations a year now. And when they go, they pay the way of those men to come hear the Word of God. I want you to understand this. Those men are going back into jungles, going back into, where's your next place you're going? Nepal, headed to Nepal. These men and pastors and men go back into their communities with Mark and Trina's books and preach the gospel. 
they are spreading the word of faith all over this planet. Amen. I'm, I thank God for the opportunity to be a part of that. Don't you? You know, it says in the book of Acts, we have a company. You know that you have a company? It says in the book of Acts, when they got in trouble, they went to their own company. You've got to know who your company is. Five years ago, I went to the Lord and I said, Father, I wish Dad was around. I want to go to a Brother Hagen meeting. Well, how many of you know that prayer is not getting answered in that direction? But he heard what I was saying. I'm preaching. I'm obeying you. But I need to get fed. And, and Cindy Duvall looked at me and said something about Mark Hankins. And, I, and she says, he'll be in Kissimmee. Well, I went down and I went looking because I had to look everywhere for their church. I couldn't hardly find it. But I walked in there and Mark gave me a bunch of books. And, um, and, and I thank God for this relationship. Because this man and his wife, they feed Lisa and I. They feed us. And I'm going to tell you something. I've come out of some stuff. You know, if you think that being a pastor is easy, the devil targets us. But having companions, having a company, having someplace we can go in Louisiana and run aisles and jump pews and get an agreement, it's, it's, you have no idea how powerful that is. So, so we ask them and they come here just to share that with you guys. But be a part of what they're doing. Um, Mark and Trina are on YouTube. They're on Television Believers Voice of, of Victory broadcast. But I have Mark in my phone. So that when I need to hear the word, I just mash the button and Mark starts preaching. Amen. Because faith doesn't come by having heard. It comes by hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing. You know, I've been, I've been reading his book on blood covenant over and over and over and over. It has set me free. It is powerful. So I'm going to say that. We're going to pray. If you want to sow into their ministry, obey God. Amen. Father God, thank you for your goodness and mercies. We thank you that your mercies endure forever. I ask you that everything that Mark needs, Mark and Trina needs for this next missions trip will be, they will have it in hand when they leave the United States in, the, in Jesus' name. I ask you to use the people of this church to become a mighty blessing in their life. And we thank you for that. In Jesus' name, amen. Also, don't be afraid to join them monthly. Amen. Thank you for listening to this powerful message. We hope it blesses you. If you would like more info on Word of Life, sermons, and free downloads, please go to www.wordoflifeapopka.com. Thank you and have a blessed day.